Today's episode of Basketball Buds is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to Robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice a recommendation or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield APY on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Although the Nets are still in a good place. I just, I think the Jazz are a better team. They're better. Sorry, I had to yawn. I'll take that out, Jay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rebuttal. Leave it in. <laughs> you got the power to let power go. Welcome to Rank and Overreact, the Athletics podcast about the NBA power rankings, which I do every Monday on theathletic.com. If you're subscribing, you know just how uh, surprisingly I've been correct for 12 straight weeks on every single ranking. <laughs> I'm Zach Harper, joined by Wazi Lambert, who is our Styles correspondent, right? Like you, Not Harry Styles, but the style of all the players in the NBA. You can find those style rankings on The Athletic as well. Yeah, more like Julius Styles. Like Julius Styles, exactly. Yeah. Taking center stage? Shooting that movie Remember center that stage? Othello movie? Othello, where, right, where yeah. It was an Othello, but a Hooper. And terrible movie. Strange movie. <laughs> it's a terrible just movie. A strange, just a strange it's not strange. Movie. It's bad. It's just this bad yeah, adaptation of Othello. Like, it's terrible. Remember Josh Hartnett? Yeah, I actually, uh, I used to know his sister. Wow. When I lived in Minneapolis. There's a an uninteresting connection right there to, to talk about. But yeah, I was fr- I was friends with friends of her sister, so we were hanging out in the same places quite a bit. Awesome. I didn't realize that he was a Minnesotan. I guess they, I that he must be. Yeah, no, you didn't. But uh, he, he must be, right? I mean, why else would she live in Minneapolis? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this week, there's usually a theme to each and every one of these episodes, Zach. A lot of times, yes. sometimes it's like a... A fan base like the Raptors or the Pacers who are like, our team deserves to be in the top 10. They're really good. They're beating good teams, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. They're not getting any respect. Mm-hmm. Or you have Nick fans who are arguing that their team is actually worse than you think. <laughs> Those are my favorite. When, I, when, some, when a team, when a fan base says, this, you're, you're way too high on this team. They're actually yeah. bad. But this week, it's a battle at the top. Yeah, right? um, some Bucks fans were not happy with A lot me. of, yeah, a lot of um, credulity. Did I say that right? Sure. Consternation. Ooh. Angst. Yeah. Just a lot of, uh, just a lot of bitching, for lack of a better word, from the Jazz, um, excuse me, from the, from the Bucks fans this week. And um, I wanted to start off the podcast swinging with Todd R., who says, in related news, Zach Harper ranks Clemson number one over LSU. Now, that's a funny joke. That's a funny joke. What about that? Yeah, that's a funny joke. 
<laughs> um, yeah, shouts to the Bayou Bengals, man. That was um, that was just crazy. I started watching them like around week three, week four. Yeah, a group of my friends just they watched them first and was like, "Yo, this is be a, this is gonna be a fun team." Like, they actually throw the ball. They're not like three yards in a cloud of dust the way LSU typically is. Right. Um, spraying the ball around, and they ended up having the greatest offensive season in the history of the sport. I mean, you know what's funny is like no one cared about Joe Burrow before, and then all of a sudden they changed their offense this year, and he starts you know lighting everyone up, and now everyone's like, oh, he's clearly the number one pick. Like, you well, didn't think that's that last the, year. How crazy is that though? Right? Like the Tua guy was was he was the consensus yeah. number one guy. Everybody agreed. Like, and, he hurt his, and I still he think Tua's was, was like he hurt is his, incredible. His by the way, injury. he's still dope. Oh, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, but, but the, the Burrow thing is like, he's reading defenses, making decisions really quickly and he's timing people up. It was, well, that was incredible to watch. If only the Jets weren't committed to Sam freaking Darnold. Moving on, Zach, <laughs> moving right along. Mike H says, quote, I know that having the same team at number one every week makes for bad lists, but many people out there honestly believe that the Lakers have looked more dominant than the Bucks throughout the first half of the season? Question mark. I mean, so here's the thing. The Here's why I flopped him. One, the Lakers won like nine straight, right? Well, it was eight straight going into last night, and now nine straight. Um, so they're they're destroying the teams in front of them right now. And the Bucks lost to a bad Spurs team on Monday night. I know that's like at the beginning of the week, and we've all forgotten about it at this point. You lost to a bad Spurs team. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Was like you're gonna take yeah. a hit, and and I didn't drop them to three, four, ten, any of that. Like you dropped to two. I still called you this, like one of the two best teams in the NBA. That's not, that's not like hate. That's not anything bad. I still said right. you one of the two best teams. I don't get how you're freaking out about this. You lost to the Spurs. The Spurs aren't good anymore, and they have the league MVP right, which yeah. ultimately matters. Um, in a playoff series, Giannis is so good. You give them a chance against anyone. I think. The cream of the crop in the league are the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, and I would still say the Sixers, um, which I'll get to in a little bit. Okay. But, you know, making them number two, I don't know why people think that's so bad. And to my Sixers point, here's why, when, and there's a lot of hand-wringing in the comments about you projecting towards the playoffs. When I watched the Sixers play the Celtics last week, and they won pretty convincingly without their best player. Like, he's clearly their best player, Embiid is. This yeah. is not, oh, it's not up close. for debate. Yeah. He's their best player. When he's right, he's one of the five, six, handful, most dominant players in the NBA, right? Um, And they could go and just beat Boston up without Joel Embiid. And honestly, Zach, I could imagine a scenario in a playoff series where they beat Boston, a good, really good NBA team, without Joel Embiid. You can't imagine the same thing for the Bucs without Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's what I think. That's why I think those two teams are different. I just like the overall talent. And I understand the Bucs are, you know, blowing teams out the water, historic point differential, um, on, the, on, on pace to be only the third team ever to win 70 games. Look, they're, they're playing incredible, but I, I just think they're, you know, they're limited, man, in their high-end talent. Yeah, they're really, really good. They might be the best team in the league, right? Like, I, I don't think there's anything. But we'll see what happens when we get to the playoffs. Like, I wouldn't if you told me today, hey, Bucks are gonna, the Bucks win the championship this year, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're out of your mind, Waz. I right. believe it's possible. 
but we still yeah. got to we still got to see them take a couple of steps forward. Like they they really disappointed with the way they lost to the Raptors. Not that they lost the Raptors, it's the way they lost to the Raptors. They lost to a one two two zone, right? Like they didn't they couldn't figure that out, and they refused to make adjustments last year. And so like I want to see them make some adjustments this year. Like I want to see Budenholzer coach a little bit better. I want to see the players play a little bit better, and I want to see them run through the East like they're running through the team teams right now. All right, now, these next three comments are kind of of a piece of one another, so I'm going to read three comments in a row, right. and then I'll let you get into it. Uh, first comment comes from IONSG. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I hope I didn't butcher that. Hopefully, you're listening. IONSG says, I'm quite surprised by the fact that you ranked the Clippers fourth this week, given their recent performances. Basically, we haven't played well since the Christmas game against the Lakers, and both of our games last week were quite unconvincing as well. Close home wins against the injury-struck Warriors and and no chance in Denver yesterday. Seems like the team is progressing in the wrong direction. End quote. Harry S. says, The Clippers are the only team on this list rated for what they might be able to do in the playoffs rather than what they are actually doing, which is a mediocre six and four in the last 10 games. They are losing to under 500 teams, losing to over 500 teams. That's reality right now. Utah is a better team right now. And yet the narrative of excuses continues week after week. Just wait until Kawhi and Paul George play together. The big challenge is that they half the season is gone. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Utah, Denver, and Houston have all been better. These are tough places to win, counting on some kind of nirvana moment when the two unite, barring injury, to power through these teams is fool's goal. But it seems to be good enough narrative to rank the Clippers much higher than they should be. End quote. And last but not least, my favorite comment of the budge comes from Simon F. God, you really love the Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, to the second commenter there you dummy I put the jazz above them what are you talking about what are you talking about oh the jazz have been better lately yeah dummy I put them third I put the clippers fourth open your eyes learn to read but tell the people why you're still bullish on the clippers yeah cause I don't care that they don't take the grizzlies and the knicks seriously <laughs> I don't care about that like but I, I, I was, also Paul George been in and out of the lineup. Kawhi's been in and out of the lineup. Like they're fine. They're like yeah. if you don't think they're one of the two best you know teams in the West, I think you. I just think you're dumb. Like no, Denver has not been better than them. I don't care what the record is. Houston has not looked better than them. I don't care what the record is. Like no, none of that's true. The Jazz have looked better as of late. Fine. I think we still take the Clippers over the Jazz in a seven game series, right? What are you doing? Yeah, and the thing is, you know, everybody saw what they did Christmas Day. Um, I remember specifically the Boston game, which was one of the best games of the season. Oh, it's a great and game, yeah. When they turned it up and throwing these bodies at Kemba, where he just straight up just couldn't do anything in the um in the clutch, right? He's he de- he's heavy. He's heavily pick and roll dominant and dependent. He can't really shake guys one on one, like especially bigger guys. Um, the Clippers just put the screws to that team. Tatum was relegated to taking step back, contested long twos with guys draped all over him. I've watched this team turn it up a gear and a half. Um, I was at the I was at the Grizzlies game. Nobody gave a damn to be there. It was a matinee game. It was just you know it, the, the the effort just straight up wasn't there. 
Um, I have confidence that when this team decides, all right, man, I we really care about winning this game. They're one of the best, if not the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the person said Houston is better as of late. They got blown out by the Thunder, who are a good team, right? But they got blown out by the Thunder recently. They lost to the Pelicans. They lost to the Warriors on Christmas Day. You thought Denver's been better lately? They lost to the Cavs and the Wizards. Get out of here. <laughs> Terry B says, surprise the Lakers are first. Although the Bucks have struggled to close out teams as of late, at any rate, the Lakers have been thoroughly dominated by the Bucks and the Clippers. Not enough consistent perimeter shooting perimeter shooting to beat Clippers and Bucks in a seven-game series. End quote. Um They've been consistently they dominated big. by the Bucks. Haven't they just played the once? Yeah, they lost to the Bucks the one time. Yeah, like, um, I mean, which was what? one of those weird games where they let it go in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, the Clippers they haven't dominated them. That was a close loss to the Clippers. Game two, game one was Clippers kind of beat them wide to wide, but game I, two was a competitive basketball game. Yeah, I think the Clippers have controlled their two games against the Lakers, but I wouldn't say dominated. And <laughs> I don't know what to tell people. The Lakers are good. Yeah, like, like <laughs> by the way, both these teams are good. Like they've been one and two for like two months here. Like they're both the two best teams in the league right now. They are. They're gonna swap here and there. Bucks go on a run and the Lakers lose a game. Guess who's gonna be back at number one? The Bucks. Right. What, like what's happening? I, I I don't know why the skepticism of the Lakers still persists. And even when people talk about the shooting, I think they got just barely enough shooting that'll make them tough to beat whether it's anybody in the western conference who isn't the clippers like i don't you know denver and even utah's to a certain extent i'm just like i just can't see how this would happen for you against the lakers um and the clippers i think you know the clippers should probably be favored in that series but it's not going to be some walkthrough i don't think um especially if they can get rid of Rajon Rondo and and do the, make the man, Collison thing yeah, happen. They, if they make Collison happen or they trade for Derrick Rose, like that's man, that that is a major move for balancing this team out. Yeah, making the Collison thing happen. And man, I'm still holding out hope for Iggy. If um Iggy can work that stuff out with Memphis and get his his walking papers and he ends up on the Lakers, I think that makes them really, really yeah, formidable. I don't I mean I don't want to discount Iguodala, but like I don't see it as like some big shift for them. Like I think it's an I think it's an improvement. It's an upgrade. I just don't think like it's like uh oh now here are the Lakers now Collison joins them. That's what I'm like. All right, this team like this team has no real weakness. Like still some outside shooting issues, but um, but not but Collison's so good and Rajon Rondo's you know, so not good. For me with the Iggy stuff, I, I just think of like the Richard Jefferson minutes in 2016, right? Like. It's 12, 13 minutes a game, but if he's right and he's able to be the best of what he can be in those spurts, it's going to be very meaningful in a playoff series where the margins are so freaking tight. Yeah, for sure. Um, Moving on, Nick G says, Zach, this has nothing to do with your power rankings, but if I must, your rankings are trash and the 03 Pistons would have beaten every Laker team during their three-peat or something. Anyway, <laughs> I understand I think the, that Drummond... I think, I think the 04 Pistons. 03, yes, 03 the 0- Pistons weren't that good. Yeah. yeah. Any, anyway, I understand that Drummond doesn't have much value. However, why do people keep saying they would or should trade him for an expiring? How is that any different than just letting the guy go in free agency? Well, because you, I would imagine you're attaching a pick or a young player to that expiring. So that way right. you're not bringing on 
you're not bringing on maybe i wrote that and i and i didn't clarify but maybe but you're not bringing on dead weight salary for the future unless you do that and you get like a legit first round pick for him then you could do that but for the most part i think they should keep flexibility okay Jaden r says utah hasn't played a team with a winning record in like a month but all right Sure. I mean, did you have a problem with the Bucks being like 21 and 1 against teams under 500 or the Lakers being 20 and 0 or whatever? Why is it different also, for Utah? Like the 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 schedule's just balancing itself out. Like they had an incredibly hard schedule to begin with. Like that's why like most teams don't just run through every single good right. team they play. That's not how the NBA works. Well, they've won 14 of 15. Their only loss was in Miami by 3. Like they're playing as good a basketball as anybody right now. They're good. All right. Joel M says the Knicks will finish with the second worst record after Curry returns to Golden State and will still wind up with a poor draft position and another awful season. End quote. Um, Joel, I have news for you. I'm predicting the Knicks get the number one pick oh. in the worst draft in five years. <laughs> that's that's the news. This would that's, be this would be the wrong year to yeah, win that number yeah. one pick, right? Maybe Just you end up with a, a good guy. Year. Maybe you end up. I, I do think I think the top of the draft is a little better than it's given credit for, but it's not a clear cut. No, yeah, no, that's no, the no. issue. I don't not like. And, and then when you consider they ended up third in what is looking like the Ja Morant and Zion Williamson draft. <sighs> that's, I mean, and RJ, I do think RJ's good, but man, that's, remember when they ended rough. up eighth and Steph Curry got picked seventh? Yeah. They do, tend just, to, they do just, tend to have some bad luck with that. Just, it's almost just, like there's some ownership karma in some way. That, yeah. I don't know. Can't figure it out, Was Stephen A. with our weekly meme comment, Zach. I know the Rank It Overreact podcast was getting a little stale, but you shouldn't try to artificially rile up fans with opinions you clearly don't believe. No one who honestly thinks about this would have dropped the bucks. Either Harper is auditioning for one of those dumb morning show debate shows, or he was just bored. End quote. Stephen I, A. called you a hack, called you a liar. That's fine. Called that's you fine. a fraud. Stephen A., I want called you to know. our show stale. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Stephen A., I want you to know how stupid you are for thinking calling a team top two in the league is a slight. Like, I just want you to think about that. Think about what that means. Where I said, oh, this team that's number one, you know what? I actually think they're still top two and they can win a title. I want you to think about how you believe that that is hatred. Now, maybe you're a Bucks fan. You're up in Milwaukee. You don't have anything to do right now because it's the winner. Like, you can go see the Fonzie statue, but that, I don't know. I don't know if that's exciting for you. But I want you to realize, like, how dumb that sounds to say that I disparaged a team by saying they're top two in the NBA. Hold on, Zach. Um, while you're on that note, um, Jake R., was it the worst record, worst point differential, um, worst head-to-head, <laughs> or, or what was it that allowed the Lakers <laughs> to jump ahead of the box? That you lost to the Spurs! <laughs> The Spurs suck. <laughs> they suck, Waz. The Spurs yeah, are terrible. Bad. They're pretty bad. And they lost, okay? You're going to take a little hit when the other team's on a nine-game winning streak. Next comment comes from Pat C. Please dare Marcus Smart to shoot if you want to lose in four games. Oh, man, Marcus Smart. <laughs> we got to stop this Marcus Smart thing. I know Boston loves him, Waz. I, I get it, right? But... He is actively going to sink them in a playoff series at some point. <laughs> He's confident in that pull-up, man, in that off-the-dribble. Well, I'm confident in a lot of stuff I shouldn't be confident in, okay? It doesn't mean I should do it. 
He's kind of, and every time he goes in, I'm like, whoa, it's like Marcus Smart is a shooter now. Like no, every single no, time he's he not. Like, did I I'm hit, sitting here like, did I miss something? It's like Marcus Smart I promise is, you is, didn't. is Mark Price now. Like, what no, going this was on the here? this was the funny thing that I saw from like Celtics writers the other day is they lose that game to Philly, right? They lose that game to Philly. Uh and and in that game, Marcus Smart went for 24 points. He was five of seven from three point range. And all I saw from from Celtics riders was like, you can't waste a Marcus Smart game like that. That's how rare it is. It's like it was like, oh man, he actually hit today, and we lost. You can't do that, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, Marcus Smart. I, I, I look. A lot of times with shooting, I think some of it is just being empowered, right? Like feeling empowered to shoot and not feel like if you miss your coach is going to yank you or your teammates are going to be pissed at you. I feel like that sinks a lot of guys' confidence and makes them shoot shoot worse. I know there's no way to empirically test this, but that's just something that yeah, I feel. Yeah, no, I, I, there's, a, there's a psychological aspect to it. Yeah, but at the same time, man, like, your mark is smart. Um, I don't know if you should be taking seven pull-up threes a game. That's just... Yeah, empower him to... I, like, I get the... Yeah, that shit should only go a certain point. Yeah, empower him to pass the ball. That's what I would do. All right, next question or next comment comes from Ben T. You're going to love this, Zach. Oh boy. So the big market has gotten to the athletic as well. One of the only reasons I subscribe is because they didn't seem to be swayed by market size slash ratings. The Bucks have the best net rating by a lot. They have lost games only when their opponent has the greatest shooting game in franchise history and have never lost two in a row. The Lakers have lost four in a row, and at one point, the Bucks were one of the teams that beat them. Yet somehow, they're number one. The Bucks. Well, I'm looking at my spreadsheet right now, Buck. The Bucks were number one for six straight weeks. What are you guys talking about, Zach? Seriously, like, what sucking, are they talking about, Zach? You're, it's because you're sucking big market dick. Am I? <laughs> You lost to the Spurs. How many times can I say this? You didn't lose to the Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Kawhi Leonard Spurs. You lost to DeMar DeRozan. All right. Um, and this is the last comment of the week. This happened to be my personal favorite comment of the week. And it comes from Matt R. Who says, I don't ask if Zach lives in L.A., because these look like Homer picks. I ask if Zach lives in LA because he's obviously high. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, you know you can get high anywhere, right? <laughs> I've gotten high plenty of places that weren't LA. High on what though, Zach? What well, I, I'm just a weedman. Like? I've never done anything okay. other than weed. Just a weedman. Okay. Sick. Patty Mills lit you up for 21 points in 2020. I just want you guys to, like, recognize that. Now, granted, you stopped Trey Lyles in that game. You only had six points on 11 shots, was. But everyone else lit him up, okay? And Giannis played, and Middleton played, and Brooke Look, Lopez played, and Listen, Eric, Eric Bledsoe gonna, played. You're not going to talk me into disrespecting Coach Popovich, the greatest NBA coach of all time. And my brother, Rudy Gay. Like, that's just not... Okay. This is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> you scored 104 points against one of the worst defenses in the league. Just uh, 104. Okay? You get to take a hit that week. Now, go out there and beat the Celtics Thursday night. 
put it on him like I expect you to do, you might end up back in the number one spot. Or the Lakers may keep winning and go to another double-digit win streak. We're going to have to wait and see, Waz. I just don't, I don't understand. Look, man, uh, I, and, and, you know, I feel like we've been harping on this, but it's that, that that's what was happening in the comments. People were harping on it. The Bucs are a good team. They, they they went to the conference finals last year. They yeah. they almost won game three and went up 3-0. Like, that game went into overtime, all of that. Like, I get it. They're a good team. I also think they're worse than last year. I think they have less talent than last year. Um, I thought the Brogdon loss is a big one and it's going to affect him in the playoffs because there were points where he was literally the only other person doing anything with the ball in his hands um, in big moments in, in round three. Was, right? Was, and they don't have that guy anymore. Was. I put them second. Right. What are we doing? Second. I didn't drop them to fifth. I didn't well, say there anyone in the East goes, is better Zach. than them. If your girl asks you to rate her from one to ten, you can't call her nine and a half. Right, She's go, gonna feel the way. Gotta go eleven. You gotta quote Spinal <laughs> Tap. Please go to eleven. Thank you for subscribing to the Athletic, by the way. Appreciate those comments. We'll be back next Monday with the power rankings. We'll be back with the style rankings, the drip or drown rankings on Tuesday. And that's when we're going to record this next podcast on the Rank and Overreact podcast. For Wazzy Lambert, I'm Zach Harper. Thanks for subscribing to The Athletic. We appreciate your feedback. You got the power to let power go.